here wow welcome to this here wow brought to you in part by jen schulte real estate broker with century 21 millennium inc brokerage the jen schulte team leading you home this here wow is the podcast dedicated to highlighting entirely exceptional people places and things found right here right under our noses in south georgian bay or if you're planning on being here at some point things you want to make sure you experience once you've arrived i'm dean holland the lucky so-and-so charged with the exceedingly pleasurable task of pulling that all together right here each week from the comfort of studio 11. you know i love when guests take me down a road that i didn't expect to be on or conjure up images or memories of things that i just didn't anticipate being part of the conversation my guest this week sort of did just that he got me to thinking about my teen years the years when a beloved and rather routine saturday excursion would be about heading into the city i grew up in a small town adjacent to hamilton heading into hamilton and getting yourself into one of the favorite record stores a sea of vinyl just waiting wanting to be purchased record stores all had similar setups various sections throughout the store featuring the various styles categories of music people scattered everywhere more or less striking the same pose you know standing in front of one of the number of lp racks head tilted down flipping through vinyl the record store would attract people from every walk of life every musical taste if you were in the market to purchase some music the record store was your destination going into my chat with the guest that you'll be meeting in just a short couple of minutes i didn't expect him to conjure up that memory for me i expected that we talk about the classics like chopin and tchaikovsky beethoven brahms that's what i expected but within our conversation he wowed me a bit beyond where i figured i'd be wowed he reminded me that life should be like a big record store celebrating and carrying as many different genres and styles of music as possible and that we should jump from section to section trying out all sorts of different things and well it's probably time you heard what he had to say this here this here this here wow so before we go any further i have to say that there are no less than two wows to be celebrated today one's roots in sgb go back over two decades now and the other is well somewhat of a newcomer and now those two are in a pretty serious relationship the collingwood music festival began back in 1999 under the direction of mr douglas nadler and it ran from 2001 until 2011 with many successes i might add very recently it re-emerged as the collingwood summer music festival under the artistic direction of a gentleman by the name of daniel vnukovsky as i said a few moments ago i thought i had a pretty good idea of what we'd be talking about thematically but daniel surprised me it's sort of like he's been flipping through a whole bunch of departments in the record store including of course the import section and what we're trying to do is really make collingwood's festival stand out among all festivals and the fact that we've gotten so much public funding tells me that we're moving in the right direction, that this message is being appreciated. We received federal funding, two provincial grants, um, Ontario Cultural Attractions Fund, Ontario Arts Council, and regional funding, uh, Town of Collingwood, 
um, it's it's wild, um, you know, during such a difficult year to get so much support and then so much support from the community as well. Event sponsors have come on board, numerous donors. And with this kind of support, we can fully execute our artistic vision. And I, I want the festival to shine. I want people to have an incredible music experience that they can talk about months and months after each event occurs. And we're putting a unique Collingwood stamp. Every event is not simply some kind of touring group that we've snatched, you know, that's going all throughout Ontario. We, we always do something a little bit interesting in, in each one, either change the repertoire ever so slightly, change the artistic vision, the theme, change the visuals in some way that there's some unique Collingwood stamp so that, you know, anybody who comes and visits us this year, they'll say, wow, I haven't seen that anywhere else. Well, I said, wow, when I looked at the lineup that you have, because again, you have an extraordinary variety. Absolutely. And, and uh, although we had nine events in our inaugural year in 2019, now we have six and we're actually working on a seventh. The uh, family day is, is still in progress, but that will be announced soon. And then we have all these free live stream events that are just gaining traction, getting more and more people each time. And so we now have actually more events and an even greater artistic level in, in some ways because we have more variety. We have something for everyone. We have something for youth. We have um, a legendary folk artist coming in, Jerry Gray. Um, we immortalized that song, This Land is Your Land. We have um, traditional classic music repertoire. We have world music. We have some jazz. And it's, we, we, we want to really spark that interest to build future generations of music fans, to, to enable people who have maybe left music in their youth or in their teens and are deciding about returning to music. We, we want to you know, fire up that interest. So that, and, and, and also the other big thing is that we're really integrating with other arts scenes in Collingwood. That is poetry, spoken word, um, theater, uh, of course, with theater Collingwood and uh, the vast visual arts community where the talent pool is possibly among one of the largest in, in all of Ontario. There are, we have a treasure trove of, of visual arts, painters, sculptors, um, metal artists, um, sketch work, um, all kinds. And it, it's, we want to work with them and uh, expose their, their work and uh, you know, continue to work together. And I think this season, this year, this summer, we've truly planted those seeds for many great things to come for future years. So, okay, so here's my question. You, your background is as a piano player. That's your first love. Is that fair to say that? It, it would be fair, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I always recall my, my very first um, piano teacher who, who, who at, when I was about 12 years old, he said, now you have to make a decision, you know, as you enter your teen years, do you want to remain a piano player or are you ready to become a pianist? <laughs> so <laughs> in our world, we, we do make a little distinction where, where if someone reaches some kind of 
maturity or, or so to speak, then they become a pianist, which, which has a, a, almost a you know, different semantic connotation, but it's exactly the same, exactly the same thing. And yet you've, you've come here to Collingwood and now you're going off in so many directions. Is that what you expected to be doing at this festival when, when you embarked on this? Or is something- well, that, That's a wonderful question. And um, instinctively, we are trained, as soon as we leave college and have that beautiful master's degree diploma in hand, we start from square one and learn that the real world really doesn't care. And we have to take on many hats, everything from learning how to talk with a record producer, learning about acoustics, learning about how to piano functions, um, learning basic PR, learning how to network, grow our network. Because if we don't do that, and all we focus is on is how to play a beautiful phrase and how to get our pedaling right, we are completely obsolete. And the world does not belong to the learned in any profession. It belongs to the constant learning. And, and to answer your question, I want to step back and recall a little cafe get together I had with uh, another artistic director and that is uh, Jim Campbell from Festival of the Sound up in Perry Sound. And before our inaugural year in 2019, we met somewhere along the way um, between Midland and um, Perry Sound, uh, had a wonderful breakfast together. And I asked him, well, you know, I'm starting a new music festival in Collingwood. Could you give me some advice, some suggestions, some tips? And he perfectly summed up what this is all about. He said, running a music festival is like a jigsaw puzzle where the picture keeps changing. The picture we have this year is, is <laughs> constantly changing day by day. It's, it is. It's a very fluid picture, isn't it? <laughs> it, it sure is. There, there simply is no static picture at any point this year. Um, it's, it's, we, we're, we're, uh, we, we've really done well with, with, the, with the drive-in. Um, but, um, you know, the, the, the whole year uh, since January, it's constantly, you know, trying this, no, that, that can't be done, trying something else and, and just back and forth like this. And when you work with, you know, close to 60 artists, all soloists, many of them Juno, Grammy nominated artists who have toured around the world. Um, I know I've, I've been um, difficult for some of my presenters in the past and karma comes back. <laughs> it gets us when, when we least expect it. And um, that, that's, what the year has been like in a nutshell, chaos. Yeah. Chaos, well, organized chaos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I have to tell you that I need you to talk to me more about the drive-in because that more than anything, when I visit your website, that jumps out at me. So for those who might not know what you're referring to, I need you to really dive into that for me because I find that so intriguing and so wonderful. Yes, uh, well, you know, connecting with our patrons, uh, we, we felt there was a little bit of resistance when we were, you know, we had announced back early 2021, January, that this would be a purely virtual festival to be enjoyed in your living room. You pay a ticket and you get a link, you access that link, 
and you watch from home. And, you know, that's the safest way to do it. And um, we realized that, you know, we have this beautiful, spacious parking lot just outside our church auditorium, New Life Church in Collingwood. Why not make a live music under the stars event, get a little makeshift stage set up, do a talk outdoors. Outdoor gatherings are permitted um, as long as we're not in lockdown and we're going to be leaving lockdown, which looks like it's 99% sure June 2nd. And by June 14th, 16th, we should already enter step one, which allows outdoor gatherings and drive-in events. So um, it, it, you know, it's, it's a wonderful way to enjoy a concert from the safety of your car. We have a professional crew that's, that has done this for decades. They set up a massive 900 square foot screen outdoors. That's like 80 square meters. And it's uh, 40 feet wide, three stories high. And uh, it can accommodate up to 200 cars, which we can't even have in our parking lot. So um, these are socially distanced cars. So there is a space between each car. And as people drive in, they scan, we scan their, their tickets. There's a QR code that everyone gets in their email. And then they tune into their FM radio and we position their cars so they get a nice view of the screen. Uh, we have another professional team of parking attendants who have everything mapped out in advance. And they enjoy the high quality stereo in their cars and, you know, enjoy the performance uh, out on the screen. So um, it's, it's, uh, it, it's live. We, we in, um, invite the artist on 8.30 p.m., outdoors to do a little talk with them, talk about the music, talk about what to listen for. And the artists perform in indoors in the church auditorium where we have that beautiful CFX nine foot grand com Yamaha concert grand, uh, which we could never take outdoors. And we have the acoustics of the church. So we're combining the best of both environments bringing in internationally renowned artists in an environment that they can truly create their beautiful music in, and then streaming that outdoors for all the cars to enjoy, the people inside the cars. <laughs> what a fantastic idea. That is really, really tremendous. It'll be a lot of fun. And I, you know, it, I, I've gone to these in the past. There is a, a nostalgia. I, I've met people who, who went along as children to, to, you know, Elmvale, to some of those drive-ins that used to exist. Some, some now do exist. They're coming back into fashion. Um, there's a romantic feeling to it. And it, it's, it, it, has, it has its purpose. And, and just to see the, the, that enormous screen uh, you know, at night when sundown takes place, sunset at 9.06, and there is a little bit of twilight left until 9.40, but we are bringing the highest possible uh, brightness of a projector that exists. It's a 20,000 lumen projector. So at 9 p.m., that thing will, will, will sparkle, and it will be an event to remember for sure. So now I got to tell you, going to the drive-in has been a big part of my life. And music certainly has been, and remains so. So the combination of those two things is pretty fantastic, if you ask me. Wow. There is more to my conversation with Daniel, including a bit more on Daniel, the artist, which is pretty darn impressive. But just before we move along with that... 
Yeah, there's another impressive so-and-so that I'd like to draw some attention to for just a moment or two. Namely, Jen Schulte, real estate broker with Century 21 Millennium Inc. Brokerage. Perhaps you are on the lookout for a piece of property, a new residence, upsizing, maybe you're downsizing. Maybe you're wanting something with a bit of land so you can uh, start your own little drive-in. I'll bring the popcorn. Whatever the case, it seems to me that the person you want to be talking to is Jen Schulte. You see, for 22 years now, Jen's been busy creating the rather impressive, top-producing Jen Schulte team right here in SGB. She's another one with a seemingly endless supply of enthusiasm, experience, and unwavering energy. And her team certainly is a reflection of all that as well. Jen plays a big part in bringing this here wow to you each week. Something she does because, well, she's a huge fan and longtime supporter of the South Georgian Bay community, as well as its various wows, of which there are many. Both Jen and I know that SGB is so very exceptional in so many ways. SGB, the place to be. So, if you're looking to build your wealth through real estate investing, or if you're looking to buy or sell anywhere in SGB, Jen and her team will help you sell smart and buy smarter. Guaranteed. You can find her on Facebook, Instagram, or go to jenschulteteam.com. It's here. Wow. Okay, so again, we've got two wows on the show today. The Collingwood Summer Music Festival and its artistic director, Daniel Vnukovsky. Clearly you can hear the passion and the commitment and wonderful vision that Daniel has for the festival as well as the South Georgian Bay community and, of course, the music. But I wanted to know more about Daniel. Born in Canada, um, I expressed interest to music very young before I can even remember. Apparently there was a piano made of clear through glass. You could see everything inside. And I, I said, Mommy, I, Daddy, I really, really want that. And they, you know, they got me a little keyboard after that. And they thought, you know, the guy wants another toy. But um, pretty soon I just started excelling at music lessons, um, started even, you know, writing music age of five and six. And, and just music that I've always been drawn to is it's, it's higher, it's more powerful than me. And, um, you know, I, I went through the conservatory, Royal Conservatory of Music, and um, it's taken me in incredible places throughout the world, um, the, the UK, the London, uh, where I, I, I worked with um, many singers and, and collaborated with some incredible musicians from the Metropolitan Opera and also my solo activities. I've had the fortune of um, getting into a, a, a very challenging school that very challenging to get into in, in Lake Como, Italy, where only six people are admitted out of 500 applications each year. And that was an absolutely life-changing music experience uh, to work with uh, a different pianist <laughs> every month um, of you know, some international stature. And um, yeah, I worked with Leon Fleischer in um, Baltimore, Maryland, uh, who is most noted today as the pianist who lost the use of his um, right hand for 50 years and um, a Botox injection enabled him to restore his hand. And as soon as he turned um, retirement years uh, over the age of 60, his career um, blossomed like never before. 
and I was just at the cusp of that. So uh, he was already kind of with us and kind of always out on the road. So uh, incredible musician to work with, with, with uh, pedagogical lineage that goes all the way up to Ludwig van Beethoven. So I also worked in Poland where I was exposed to a lot of Polish music and reconnected with my Polish roots. That's also something I'm, I'm doing today, uh, rediscovering a lot of Polish music. And in fact, uh, later in June, uh, I've invited Dr. Alan Walker, who wrote, uh, spent 10 years of his life researching the life of Frederick Chopin and wrote a, uh, a, one of the top rated biographies of Chopin's life. And I'll be interviewing him for a virtual lecture Wednesday, June 23rd. Really looking forward to that especially since uh, he was not keen on doing anything that involves computers. He's 92 years of age. And, oh my goodness, that's uh, his fabulous. Entire, his, yeah, he, he, he primarily, you know, he, I mean, his brain is, is out of this world. You would never guess that, talking with him. Um, but he's used to formal lectures in universities. And um, we, we hit it off. We, we, we talked a lot about music and we're giving it kind of a unique angle, talking about different interpretations of Frederick Chopin. So um, yeah, um, we're, we're gonna do a, a Zoom call and, and inviting everyone to, to join us on that. That's, that's spectacular. Now, as a singer, as somebody who loves to sing music, my favorite, the guy, my go-to person is probably Cole Porter, who in my estimation, one of the greatest writers of the great American songbook of the 20th century. So for you, who, who is that? Is there that composer or that really speaks to your soul? I'm generally, I have, I think being brought up in Canada, I have a very, very eclectic taste for music. And I, and I think this is reflected in my role, new role as artistic director where uh, I, I, I grew up on, on you know, some, some punk music, rock music, eclectic music, folk music of all kinds. And for me, life has been very much the, the traveling nomad and a respect for cultures all throughout the world. Um, I've, I've performed on pretty much all continents except the extreme, you know, Arctic, Antarctica, I've met some amazing Indian, you know, um, uh, cultures uh, throughout southern India and Mysore, and um, you know, throughout the continent, did some concerts there, and uh, also in Africa. And uh, I, I, I've always just been fascinated by by the moments in music where, you know, a particular piece of music um, just puts me in a state of hypnosis when I least expect it. And um, uh, Cole Porter is, is, is one that, that, you know, that, that, that lyricism of, of the 20th century um, is, is, is possibly a, a time in music that I'm, I resonate with for some odd reason. Um, the the, the American, Great American Songbook, I, I'm, um, I, I've performed uh, all of Gershwin's, um, you know, um, American hits, um, sometimes embedding them into my traditional classical concerts, which is a lot of fun, especially to end with Rhapsody in Blue. And uh, 
I, I, I'm always fascinated with the fact that America at that time was uh, a melting pot of, of so many immigrants, so many styles, and uh, everyone we hear today, um, you know, um, the, the artists we admire today, take Jimi Hendrix, uh, a mix of everything from, you know, Native American, French, um, you know, American, uh, all of this together in, into this unique figure in history. You take George Gershwin, you know, the, the son of uh, Russian Jewish immigrants who is brought up in, in New York and embodies, embodies the, the singing of a cantor in a, in a synagogue together with the flair of, you know, and the buzz of, of uh, the, you know, bustling cosmopolitan town of Manhattan. <laughs> um, you know, this, this is what fascinates me. And then I look, you know, at someone like Frederick Chopin, where to this day, musicologists argue, you know, is he a French composer? Is he a Polish composer? And that kind of dialogue is what makes music so unbelievably special that we can have, say, at our event this summer, all kinds of people from all walks of life, from all beliefs, from all political angles. And here they are all together enjoying a musical evening. And they all leave with that one common experience. If they can't talk about anything else, that one experience is worth more than, you know, hours and hours of pointless dialogue. So music is just so powerful in that sense. And, you know, uh, here I am as, as an artistic director and, and you know, that, that, that power of, of bringing people together is, you know, the, the crooks of what we're doing. Daniel, a truly wonderful and talented man at the helm, seems to me, enjoyed so much discussing music with him eager to experience so much of what he's offering in the upcoming 2021 season. SGB is lucky to have him. Now, if you'd like more information about the Collingwood Summer Music Festival or its artistic director, Daniel Vnukovsky, just go to www.collingwoodfestival.com. I'll make sure I post that link on the This Here Wow Facebook page. And now it's time for me to start wrapping things up for another week the point where I express my genuine gratitude towards my exceptional guest, Daniel, and, of course, the Collingwood Summer Music Festival. Thanks a ton for taking the time to be part of this week's episode of This Here Wow. I truly love the time we spent chatting. Appreciate even more the incredible contribution that you have and continue to make to the SGB culture and landscape. Surely you can feel it, folks. We're all pretty lucky, you and I, to be able to be here and enjoy this rather exceptional piece of geography called South Georgian Bay, aren't we now? You bet we are. And of course, I'll have an entirely different wow or two to bring your way next week. There's no shortage of them here in SGB, that's for sure. Now, if you have any questions or comments, or perhaps there's a wow that you think should be on my radar, please send me an email, dean at thishearwow.com, We'll get that job done very nicely. You can also go to my website, deanholland.com. That's dean, 
H-O-L-L-I-N.com, and I would love to hear from you. Thanks so much to the Jen Schulte team. Jen Schulte, real estate broker with Century 21 Millennium Inc. Brokerage. Go to jenschulteteam.com. Thanks also to my technical producer, Steve Ritchie, for cutting and pasting the show together so nicely each and every week. Thanks also to my favorite IT guy, Mitchell. Special thanks to Ash. Love to G. And a really big thanks to you, too. Oh, and if you haven't done so already, do hit the subscribe button to make sure you get each and every episode of this here wow. I look forward to us being together next week for another installment. Until then, I'm Dean Holland. Wow!